Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Bach, and today I'm speaking with my guest, Blake Cobford. Blake is a lead software engineer in innovation at Nike, where he and his team develop innovative startup-like products that help the company continue to lead the industry while utilizing cutting-edge technology. Prior to joining Nike, Blake served as a senior software engineer at T-Mobile, where he created core machine learning-based camera barcode scanners for T-Mobile retail stores, which are capable of scanning multiple barcodes at the same time using native iOS camera and vision framework from Apple. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today more. Blake, welcome to the show. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, and it's great to have you here. And to start us off, can you fill us in on a few of the key plot points along your journey to Nike? Yeah, so currently I am one of the lead software engineers uh, working inside of Nike's innovation department. And I have always had a passion for solving problems. I think that passion started to develop when I was a little kid, solving problems, also a little entrepreneur as a kid, always starting businesses and trying to help people um, with problems that they had in any way that I could help. And in college is kind of when I really discovered my passion for software. One of my classes required that we learned how to write some code. And after that class, I just became addicted and it has not stopped since. It's my favorite thing to do and I love to do it in my spare time as well. And yeah, and that has kind of led to me having some pretty awesome and, and fun positions in my career and my current position being my favorite. Uh, we are working on some things that are designed to revolutionize, I would say, that's a word that I would describe it with, the athletics industry. Nike is putting a lot of effort and resources into bettering the experience for the athletes. And it's it's going to be a long process over, over time, being able to see and recognize the effects. However, I believe that the impacts will, will be substantial and immediate once these projects get finished in the future. Excellent. Well, that's very exciting. And, uh, you know, Nike is definitely one of the most innovative brands out there. And I also appreciate you telling us a little bit about your backstory and how your passion for software kind of came about. And I also know you'll be speaking at the Smart Retail Tech Show next week, where you'll be delivering a keynote session that's going to be all about improving customer experience, using technology and innovation. So I'd love to kind of start there and maybe even sort of zoom out a little bit and get your take on how you perceive the customer experience and how it's evolved in your viewpoint over the last couple of decades. 
Yeah. So my specialization is in iOS development. So I work closely with all of the latest technologies that Apple has to offer for their, for their mobile phones, watches, and any of their devices. So I am very, very much uh, mobile centric and user experience focused in our development. And so the experience over the past 20 years has changed a lot, I would say, for yeah. many, for all consumers due to technology greatly, I would say. They're, the experience has become very fast, I think, especially in retail. People, people really, really, really want to have what they want as fast as they can. And they want to get access to what they want as fast as they can too. So technology like, and that's why we're kind of seeing now a huge push on things like machine learning and artificial intelligence in these large companies, because tools like that and technologies like that can help a consumer get the experience that they want in a more efficient manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and things like mobile apps are a huge factor, I think, in bringing that to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, with the rise of smartphones, mobile devices, it's true that customers, they're expecting swiftness and they're expecting this kind of seamless experience across all of their devices. And so we're hearing a lot of people talk about, you know, adopting a mobile first approach. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with that notion of adopting a mobile first approach? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, everybody, everybody I know has a smartphone, but not every problem can yet be solved using that smartphone. Still, I would say that mobile applications and a, like a mobile first approach has not been achieved. I think it's just getting started, but will be absolutely essential over the next 10 to 20 years, I would say, even to be able to utilize things like artificial intelligence and machine learning to, to the, mm -hmm. to its full potential. Because people are, you know, I'm not going to carry my laptop around plain and simple. I'm just not going to carry my laptop around <laughs> to the grocery store. So that doesn't sound fun to you. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't care how awesome the screen is. I would yes, prefer to have my phone. So, and, and a lot of people I would say agree. Yeah. I think we're just entering this mobile first era. Yeah, it's true. Mobile technology is, well, it's constantly evolving and of course there are like millions of apps available on app stores. I kind of want to get your take on, you know, what are the, some of the challenges you see retailers face with mobile technology? Maybe even like when it comes to integration with other systems. Yeah. What I've noticed over the past few years is there, so there is a huge push on the latest and greatest, like the things that we hear in the news and the things we see online is this things like chat GTP, for example, like there are some very spectacular technologies that are, that are being released and, and maintained and that are available, but not every company can afford to build their own at DTP or not every, you know, not every solution is a one size fits all for mm -hmm. many companies. I would say most companies and the companies that have the, the budget or the resources to like Walmart, for example, as a company, whatever they develop to help people inside of their retail stores is most likely not going to be available to the, the, the grocery store that's on the corner of my street. So the thing that I kind of see a great need for is technology that is, I would say less ambitious mm -hmm. 
to really kind of go back to the basics and what and, and look at the look at the consumer themselves. What is it that they really want? Mm-hmm. And things like artificial intelligence may not be necessarily the best solution to get somebody around in a grocery store, for example, or in a retail store with clothing. If, if at a given moment, they just want to know where something is, you don't necessarily need an artificial technology to tell you where that is. There's ways, there's technologies that I think would be much cheaper, much more efficient and, and be feasible for many businesses that don't even involve those technologies. And yeah, so it's, it's interesting to me that there's a lot of these larger companies and, and much more sophisticated technologies, they're taking all the, all the spotlight. And I think there's, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of things. There's, there's a myriad of things that we can do or build that will, that would serve, I would say the majority of businesses out there and improve the customer experience for those businesses. Yeah, absolutely. You brought up a really great point. Truly being able to like identify those customer pain points and not, you know, rolling out technology just because it's like the next, you know, shiny new toy, right? Because if it isn't doing anything to actually alleviate those customer pain points that you've identified, then it's, you know, essentially useless and it won't actually, it won't matter to customer. Right. It means nothing to them. Yeah, exactly. And it would be it would be really nice to see a technology that helps me in one retail store and also be in the in a different one. I would love to see mm-hmm. I would love to be able to go to a mall one day or go to a, a shopping center and see a piece of technology that that all of those companies adopt and that I can just open up maybe one mobile app on my phone and see, you know, and basically get everything I need from there. And I want to kind of lean into the discussion on AI a little bit because AI, I feel like, has really finally entered the, like mainstream chat this year, especially. What are some of the best use cases you've seen or that come to mind when it comes to incorporating AI and machine learning into improving the customer experience? Yeah, well, I, I think a good example is Nike has this new Nike Fit product where when you go mm-hmm. into a one of their stores and need to try on shoes or, or just at all, it will basically determine the exact size and dimensions of your foot. When you go to purchase a shoe, it will tell you what shoes would, would actually fit and work for your feet. That's a great example. I think how often do people order clothes or, or, or anything online and, and when it gets to them, they realize it doesn't fit or there's something wrong with it. That all of the time. Yeah. I think that's just, it, yeah. I would say billions of dollars kind of are exchanged for products that don't improve the experience of the consumer. So yeah, things, I mean, artificial intelligence and machine learning solve these huge problems, you know, and, and improve the experience for the consumer and the business all at the same time. So there's, there's incredible things that, that AI and machine learning can accomplish and the use cases are infinite. I think over the next 10, 20 years, a lot of these larger companies are going to experience leaps and bounds of new products and new ways to improve the experience for the consumer. Absolutely. And I like the um, the Nike Fit example you shared. So you're saying that that technology that's 
you know, being used in store, correct? So the technology is in store and you're still interacting with a sales associate on the floor. Yeah, Nike Fit, it can be used in store or anywhere, really. I believe it's it's available. You can use it on your phone. I don't know if it's a mobile app quite yet, but that's one example of a technology that they have at least announced. Yeah, and I think it kind of serves as a good example of the key to like use AI and machine learning solutions, as you mentioned, to really enhance the customer experience and not replace it. Because I think a big concern people have is that human touch, which is still essential in providing that personalized and, you know, really empathetic customer experience and still strike the right balance between automation and human interaction. So, yeah, I think that's a great example of, you know, using technology to really personalize and customize those customer experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It, it's interesting because a person is very simple in the in the things that they do. We've all been doing the same things for the past 20 years. It's just the way that we do things is what keeps getting improved through technology. And whether or not it's not like the experience has is worse for not having the the technology, it's just better uh, mm -hmm. for the people that end up using it. So and I would agree, yes, the most efficient way to apply machine learning in our in AI would be to enhance experiences rather than replace them. There's a lot of people out there that want to replace workers and things with, with these AI technologies. And in some ways that, in some ways it's inevitable, obviously, I think we have been replacing jobs since, since the first job was ever created. <laughs> that's just part of the, the life we have. It's, mm -hmm. it's the experience that, that really gets improved. And I think jobs, jobs will never go away. Honestly, no matter how much AI can solve for us, there's always going to have to be things that we need to do in order to maintain or, or improve. Right. Absolutely. And you know, that it can really help enhance and improve the employee experience as well. So not only the customer experience, the employee experience. So with different tools, both in store, as well as being able to collect relevant data about your customers and learn about their behaviors, their preferences, their purchase history, all to make the jobs of, you know, your marketers and your store teams and your warehouse employees much easier, but then also to enhance the customer experience and make that much easier and much less painful, which is something we should all be striving for. So, you know, we talked about ChatGPT briefly, but I wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit more and pick your brain and see if you've seen any examples of retailers kind of already leveraging this technology. As far as the consumer experience, I haven't seen, I personally haven't seen any products that utilize JATTP. However, I use JATTP as an engineer almost every day. And I have found that ChatGTP, um, I see it as a, as a, as a powerful tool to kind of do a lot of the thinkings that I don't want mm -hmm. to do. <laughs> some things, some things that require mental, my mental capacity, um, mm -hmm. can be done or at least assisted using t tools mm -hmm. like chat DTP. And that, and that enables me to put 
that energy into the things that chat GTP cannot do. And therefore in the end, it, 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 it proves my efficiency, makes me better, faster at what I do and ultimately will benefit the, the consumer of the products that I build. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely like a powerful brainstorming assistant for sure. Yes. It's pretty incredible. I have heard, I've, I've on, only heard so far one case, which is we had an interview with overstock.com not too long ago. And he was saying that their, their teams for like product listings, they will write their product listings and then they will ask chat GPT to write the product listing and they'll kind of compare them to one another. So not having them fully write the listings yet, but kind of seeing how chat GPT would write it and then sometimes modifying their own listings, which I found pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's, that is the perfect use case for, for tools like chat GTP. And a lot of people quickly jump to the conclusion that, oh, they're going to, those people are going to be replaced. And I think some, I think, I think jobs will be replaced for, with tools that can easily accomplish certain tasks for industries like engineering, for example, I think, I think you're always going to need somebody that can validate and make sure that things are working properly. And somebody's going to have to be able to understand what chat DTP is actually giving you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. It's still so much in its infancy, right? Yeah. So like I've, I've looked things up and, you know, got completely infactual results I went to research a person and it gave me like an amalgamation of four different people's backstory that had the same name. Um, And so I was like, wow, this person is extremely accomplished. How have they managed to do all of this within the last 40 years? Well, it turns out they didn't. That was four people all rolled into one. So um, yeah, definitely uh, still has a lot of kinks to work out. I wanted to ask, you know, if there are other, any other like future technologies or any technologies kind of on the precipice that, that you see kind of playing a a key role in in improving the customer experience. So I am a huge fan of augmented reality. I'm also, I'm a fan of virtual reality as well, but I, I think the augmented reality is really going to be the next step in, I think it's going to be the next leap in, Mm -hmm. in our lifetime. We're going to, we're going to start to see incredible uh, augmented experiences in retail, especially. And I think a, a, a stepping stone to that would be mobile development. I think companies like Apple are putting a lot of energy into technologies like like augmented reality because they know that once the physical technology, the hardware, once that gets to a point where many people will adopt it, similar to like I remember when, when Apple came out with the iPod or the iPhone and that is, that's, I think once, once we start to see more augmented applications for, or seeing for, I guess your daily activities, um, Mm -hmm. that is when we're going to, I think, I think that's the next thing we're going to, we're going to see, you can just wear your glasses around and you can get all the information that you need with, with your phone. I mean, at, at, at. Yeah. At the same time as using your phone or your watch. And yeah, I think there's, there's many things I can think of to, to build myself. I would, I can't wait for, um, companies like Apple to come out with, with devices that enable us to build software for it. 
Yeah. 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 And, you know, we're already seeing some some big players incorporating AR into their apps and, you know, even on their websites, like virtual try-on, definitely in the yeah. beauty industry and the eyewear industry, kind of coming into the clothing industry now, even with furniture placement and visualizing how products would look in their real world environment, yeah. which I think is super cool. And then to your point about the glasses, like navigation too, right? Being able to navigate large shopping malls, retail spaces, airports, cities, that would be super cool. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that, exactly. I think that's that's perfect. That That's what I was thinking too. I mean, you have your glasses on in your car. You'll be, I think we're going to see all sorts of cool things that pop up, like virtual billboards. We're going to see customized augmented experiences when you walk into a store or a mall or airport, you know, like there's lots of cool things that we see and we'll be able to see, uh, like who knows? I mean, just like you see in the movies, you can look at somebody and perhaps their Facebook profile pops up or something, you know, like we, we will be able to, we will be able to receive and consume information like, like never before. Remind me to put my Facebook profile completely on private <laughs> when that day comes. Yeah, I've deleted. I don't have. I don't have Facebook. I don't. I don't like to do that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need anyone scrolling all the way back to two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, Blake. So you're going to be at SRT next week. Are there any technologies that you're looking forward to checking out while you're at the show? I. So I am looking forward to showing up and seeing what is available. I'm excited to see what, what technologies are available. Um, I will be looking at everything with my technical eye to see how far along these technologies have come. I am especially excited to, to meet some of the people that are responsible for bringing these technologies to life. I have not, I have, there's not a specific thing that I am looking for though, and I'm hoping to keep it that way until I show up and, and figure out what catches my eye. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Same as well. I know there's a few companies that are up for some innovative product awards and technology of the year awards. So definitely interested in checking them out. And, you know, let's definitely catch up at the show. And we'd love to hear from you, you know, after you've strolled the floor and checked everything out and you can share with us those technologies that did catch your eye and why. And until then, Blake, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and your backstory with us. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gabriella. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.